This is Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Jolt is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Hey, Joe. Hey. Hey. Luckily, I'm in the presence of an expert. I mean, is that fair to say? An well, expert? expert might be overstating things <laughs> just a little bit, but I'll, I'll take it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yes, you have a master's in theology, but also a long-time musician. How yeah. long, how, long, how long, long have you been long-time playing? Long-time musician and music fan. I started playing guitar when I was, I think, uh, the summer before eighth grade. So mm-hmm. I don't know how old eighth graders are now. <laughs> I don't know. But 13? 13 or something yeah. like that. That's yeah. when I started playing guitar. Wow. I think one of my friends started playing, and he mm-hmm. taught me a couple Nirvana songs, which are very easy to start with. And Those were your first songs? Those are my first songs, I did not I think. know that. Okay. Yeah, I think like my first song was Come As You Are by mm. Nirvana, and then maybe Smells Like Teen Spirit. Wow. And then um, another friend, our mutual friend, Pat, he taught me Smoke on the Water. Oh, yeah. As, I feel like you know, everyone learns everyone that. Everyone has to learn when they learn guitar. <laughs> and then at that point, I just kind of like bought tab books, which are, for people who don't know, it's just... I can't. It's outdated. Re- I, I'm, I'm not, guess. Is it? I, uh, people still use it. Okay. But I'm not smart enough to read music. So a tab book is music for people who aren't smart enough to read music. So it just tells you the number. Or choose not to. Of the Or choose not to. <laughs> I prefer that. <laughs> or just, yeah, the tabs are just like the numbers of the frets that you're supposed to play. Mm-hmm. And so I just bought, I think, a Nirvana tab mm-hmm. book and i just mm-hmm. taught myself the whole nirvana nevermind album and that was basically how i learned how to play guitar and then after that i just started kind of making up my own stuff mm-hmm. because that's easier than learning something <laughs> now i know the <laughs> secret it's good to know yeah. so and then and eventually at what point did you i mean you started a band in high school like you had a few bands in few, high school a few iterations of i guess the same <laughs> type of thing as soon as i started playing guitar i kind of wanted to play in front of people Really? Um, whether or not that was a good idea is yet to be determined. Yeah, so for the 8th grade talent show, I played with a friend who played bass. Wow. I don't know if I'm, you remember. I'm kind of remembering that. Yeah, I don't remember how, wow. well, how old would you have been then? 5th uh, grade? 5th grade. Yeah. So, yeah, we just played two songs that I just made up. There's no singing, just guitar and bass. Uh, yes. Played for okay, the 8th grade I'm remembering. Wow. talent show. You were that cool. Yeah, after that, I found who is now to this day my best friend, Will. And I th- I started being friends with him because I knew he could play drums. <laughs> <laughs> is that why? <laughs> I was already kind of like acquaintances with him. Yeah. They were already kind of friends. And then I found out that he played drums. Hey. And I was like, okay, you're going to be my best friend now. Yeah. And uh, so I think we were, both, we're, we're I mean... both in track and field together. And he... Yeah, at the time, I didn't lift weights when I was in like no. early high school, so I wasn't very strong. But he was a bit of a stronger guy, and I yeah. think he did like, like the discus and shot, shot put and or something. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. since he did that, I just decided I was going to do, do that so I could hang out with him and convince him to play drums for me. Wow. And he was a year younger than uh-huh. me, so he had to convince his mom to let him play music with was dangerous eighth grader friend joe <laughs> so yeah eventually that worked out and yeah we had a few iterations of the same band but it was always him 
on drums and me playing guitar. Still to this day, you guys play? To this day, we still play. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. initially we started playing like hardcore metal music, just the two of us. And then eventually, later high school, we played like more kind of indie pop punk kind of music. Mm -hmm. And now we kind of play kind of back what we started with more mm. hardcore metal kind of music. Yeah, we'll, we'll backtrack to what all those titles kind of mean for everyone's sake. Which is very important. It is yeah. important, yeah. I'm kind of shocked that as soon as you played guitar that you wanted to play in front of people. Because yeah. as we have already discussed in other episodes, you're kind of like a shy, yeah, chill guy. So like mm -hmm. you learned to play metal music. So then you decided I want to get up in, on the stage yeah. and play in front of people. I think it's pretty common for people who are kind of shy and awkward and introverted, you know, because it might not be natural for me to like, you know, mm -hmm. be in front of people and be entertaining because you're not naturally like that. You know, you want people to think you're cool, you know, so yeah. I thought like, well, what's cooler than being on stage and playing music? You know, I would always as a kid, I would uh, just be mesmerized anytime I saw musicians on TV mm. and they were just like the coolest people to me. So I wanted to be like them. So naturally, as soon as I learned how to play guitar, that's kind of where my brain went. Yeah. That's like, oh, well, I need to do that. Could be cool. Mm -hmm. For the record, I, I mean, I think you were pretty cool. And I, I mean, I was the younger sister. Well, I'm so not whatever. as cool as a rock star, but well, um, okay. you know, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think? Yeah, music was a huge part of your life. I mean, yeah, you like go through these like, oh, yeah, this mm -hmm. band, this band. But you guys like practiced a lot. You spent a lot of time. Yeah, a couple doing times it. a week, you know, all through high school played a lot of shows you know mm -hmm. as often as we could so what do you think it like taught you i mean i think you like grew a lot through that yeah and i i kind of don't know where i'd be without that experience because like i said i was not a very outgoing extroverted kid i was very shy and this was the only thing i think that i wanted to do it so much that i didn't think about like being embarrassed by it, mm. which would have stopped me from doing just about anything else. But I wanted to do mm. this so much that like I didn't really worry about being embarrassed playing in front of people. Wow. Because I just wanted to do it so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, if I found out someone could play an instrument that we needed, I would just go up to them and ask because that's what I really wanted to do. So I think kind of my love and passion for it kind of I got all of the friends that I have from that basically yeah and I don't think I would have been motivated enough to really work hard at much else or like make friends through some other mm -hmm. avenue I was more motivated than I was shy for yeah it overcame, music, overcome that. if that makes sense yeah you know and I think that was important mm -hmm. for me so what would you say to like the parent who has a kid that's like out of nowhere just like wants to learn a musical instrument, a guitar or whatever it is, and like they're a little like, oh, they're only going to play it for like so long or or whatever. Yeah, and that happens, you know, but you don't know. I would say if your kid shows like real interest in that, I mean, like if they come home, let's say two days in a row and mm. ask you to play <laughs> the same sport or instrument or what have you, 
if they just ask you once, then it might just be a fluke mm-hmm. because one of their friends are doing it. But if they ask you a couple days in a row, if they can yeah. do this one thing, go for it because it could be that one thing that is their either their social outlet or the one thing that um, they love enough to really be dedicated to. Yeah. And, you know, that's important for, I think, every kid to have, like, something that they're really passionate and dedicated uh, yeah. with. You know, it teaches you a lot about mm-hmm. just working hard to, you know, achieve goals. Mm-hmm. I've thought back a lot about, like, sports and stuff. Yeah, like, sports ends. Music continues, but, like, I think a similar... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, what I'm hearing is like similar of like that kind of it was like a practice in this dedication of like I work hard and I feel good like giving myself and like laying it all out there and then that like I've seen at least in my like how real the transfer is to to faith or like it feels good to like really give yourself to something I don't know like that alive kind of feeling I don't know that's similar yeah. And I think that, you know, especially as a kid, it's easy to kind of be too in your own head about things and anything that kind of gets you out of that headspace of being too self-critical and too mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. too self-conscious. You know, so if there's something that you're really passionate about doing and you just want to do it so much that like you're not concerned with with that, I think that's that's important. It's good practice. Yeah. Okay, we promised a little like rundown of basic genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I might be wrong, but maybe our listenership doesn't have a basic There's context. There's not a lot of death metal listeners I mean, out there. Um, I, I thought maybe, probably not, Joe. <laughs> I thought maybe you would have cornered that audience, but I mean, those are the people wrong. I want to talk to. Yeah. Um, but maybe to well, turn clearly. away from death metal. <laughs> Let's. Be, <laughs> but maybe like being clear about like there are some metal that maybe maybe some people shouldn't maybe listen to but maybe other kinds of metal that are okay that are, yeah you know, i mean i, I wouldn't write off any whole genres of anything it kind of depends on the substance probably of each band yeah. and you know also probably depends on your spiritual maturity true you know eighth grader yeah you have to be old. yeah you know you have to be a little discerning sometimes with you know, if you're a parent and what you're going to allow your kids to listen to mm-hmm. as opposed to what you're going to listen to and what you feel, you know, is okay for you as a person right. to listen to. Should we start with like a definition of hardcore music? How would you define that? Oh, hardcore music. Well, it developed as an extension of punk music after mm. the late 70s. Didn't know that. And yeah, so hardcore was, you know, originally just hardcore punk. So it's basically, okay. you know, everyone can kind of, you have an idea of what punk music sounds like. I would say, yeah. And hardcore was just a faster, louder version of that. Okay. You know. So you started off playing stuff like that, but more like metal. Yeah. Right? What, by, well, by the time I, I got into hardcore, it was all kind of metal influenced. So in the early 90s, you had bands that were blending death metal and thrash metal with hardcore punk and that's what i got into and that was called metalcore metalcore okay metalcore great so it's metal with the hardcore and metal is more of a like a heavier emphasis on like electric guitar the riffs yeah i guess with metal the thing that would separate it from hard rock okay it's just heavier a bit darker okay and then you get traditional heavy metal 
a lot more emphasis on things getting more technical. Okay. You know, and then get thrash metal, things just get a little crazy, heavier, and a little bit more screaming in the vocals screaming. than there was before. You know, it just kind of evolves from there. Wow. But you spent most of when you guys were a band into like high school and then after high school, you guys spent most of your time playing what kind of genre? I guess early high school, most of their time would be playing a mix of like death metal and hardcore. Gotcha. So, wow. I don't know if your listenership needs an explanation of what death metal is. I think we can piece it together. You right probably now. guess what, yeah. you know, the more, most extreme. <laughs> Yeah. version of yeah. you know metal and so like like shows at uh, like vfw halls and stuff were like big when yeah we were both in high school yeah. and you know if you were going to go to a, a punk show at one of those places a lot of the bands would be like a metal band yeah that would be you know some kind of blend of hardcore and death metal that's what i got into that's mm -hmm. what we started playing and then later on after that we kind of started yeah, we got an actual singer and just started doing just more rock-oriented mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Wow. Do you miss it? Yeah. Actually, the, uh, the other night I had a dream <laughs> that um, I was yeah on stage at some big festival hey. playing music. And I don't know if you've ever like heard songs in a dream, but like... Huh. They sound like it's the most amazing thing ever. And you just think like, okay. oh, if I could remember this when I woke up, I'd make money off of this. And <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that wasn't the case. But when you're dreaming, that's what it seems like. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, I was on stage at some festival and having an awesome time. And I woke up to a crying baby. And, and vocalist. you know, after I was up, I realized, you know what? This, this is better. <laughs> but, Good but, job, Joe. But okay. boy, did that seem fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think you your know. time of cool is not over yet. You know, yeah. it's still so, happening. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, I guess I miss it a little bit, yeah. but I'm also self-aware of like, I don't really want to make all the sacrifices that would be necessary mm -hmm. to be in a band and be on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. in a way, you know, being with family is more important to me at this point. Wow. Joe, thank you for that exclusive lesson. And it is exclusive. It's only for your listenership. That's true. Which is it's not available to anyone else. It's a very so, niche market. So yeah. I hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Be discerning in your listening. <laughs> yeah. Overarching theme. <laughs> be discerning. Be discerning, and yeah, that kid who just like might want to need a little outlet. Yeah. If you have a kid that's dedicate. like really excited about music or really anything, yeah, like let them explore what it is they're excited about because you don't know you know what that's going to lead to mm -hmm. okay well thanks joe it's been great yeah you're welcome i had fun thanks for having me i hope you like religious life as much as i do if you have any questions comments or prayer requests contact us at our website ssfpa.org he leads i follow This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.